Welcome to Yak Radio, a radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Welcome to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Yep, that's Brittany. By the way, this hour is brought to you by... Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a grocery store, liquor store, retail store, and you're having a hard time getting uh, cashiers, well, you might want to check out what Southwest Point of Sale has for you. It's a self-checkout system, the same ones that Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco use. And let me tell you what, you give these guys a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look at your facility, and if it fits their system's needs, then they'll take care of you. You'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. You don't need to worry about employees. You don't need to worry about somebody calling in sick because you'll be right in the 21st section, uh, century. So check them out, 800-540-2149. Talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramon, and thank them for sponsoring Yak Radio. Also, San Diego Propane, you live out in the East County. It's the only place Dave services, but sd-propane.com. We'll get you the best price, the best service, then the big guys. That's what I did, and I couldn't be happier. SD-Propane.com, 619-460-1705. Also, auto repairs, West Escondido Auto and Transmission. Four locations in the county, from Escondido all the way to El Cajon. Go to WestAutomotiveGroup.com, Napa Auto Care, ASE certified, and the warranty's good clear across the United States. Well, I know it probably sounds strange that I would have Brittany in this early. <laughs> a little early, after but, a late night but, of racing. But Brittany is just an enthusiast, period. Whether it's cars, bikes, horses, anything that gives her an adrenaline rush. Well, I'm passionate about people who are passionate about just Passion. about anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So who have you got as a guest today? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, Ron. Wait, look. I got to look phonetically. Ron Murillo. Oh, I didn't say it right. You did it. That's good. Murillo. Murillo. I'm so sorry. He brought a bag of goodies because he's passionate about many things. We had the easiest conversation the day we met. I mean, I... We think that there was a Super Bowl game going on. We think so. I have no idea. We were engaged in a conversation, cars, bicycles, Italy, design, and I thought, I think he'll be a good candidate for Yak Radio, Dave. Well, and not only that, he'd be a good candidate for Dofo Winery. Do you drink wine? I've been known to do that. But I'm just saying. Exactly. The way he talks about bicycles and how it's art. Dofo Winery feels the oh, same way about motorcycles. I have been talk. I've been told about these guys. All like, Italian. It's, it's awesome. I gotta go. Yeah, you, you. Oh, yeah. I gotta go. Good call, Dave. And these are not the great <laughs> big heavy MotoGP bikes. These are everything from I'll transportation, little 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 pooches, and oh, you yeah. name it. Pooches. Dave. It's a, yeah, it's, oh. a, it's an Austrian brand. Yeah, oh. it's an Austrian. But they deal mainly, and they're on the wall. Oh, I got to go. Yeah, they're displayed as art. And he does the same with bicycles. Right. Well, is this guy by Dave. chance Italian? Pardon? Is that no. guy? Do, do Do, 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 no, um, Argentina, I believe. Okay, same thing. But same he came thing. here through Italy. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's almost the same thing. And he's yeah. just an enthusiast. He got into it. 
one thing led to another like anybody that collects i'm sure you only have one bicycle yeah. only only one <laughs> yeah so dofo winery they started collecting them and next thing you know the dad would restore them back to what they were brand new and start putting them on the walls and they're all over the winery i personally have not been there i've but, been a few times it's amazing yeah it is totally amazing well well, well one of the things you already bringing up dave is that in, in italy in particular these these objects have so much meaning to these people. Oh, yeah. They're not just who has the latest, greatest, shiniest, fastest. No, 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 no. They no. are talking about their culture through these projects. Exactly. And they don't just build something to get from point A to point B. They build it aesthetically so it's beautiful. Then the bonus is it'll get you from point A to point B. Man, I mean, am I glad at, I'm here? This is the exact <laughs> Well, look subject. at the Vespas. Look at the Vespas. I you know, the Vespas have got such an art form to them. And they're not just scooters. I mean, there is a lot of art and design that goes into these little scooters. And, again, right along with bicycles, you know, that's main mode of transportation in Europe in a lot of cases. I mean, I don't even know where to start with you because you're spot on, (laughs) right? I mean, you can build something that's functional uh or you can build something that's enduring, functional, and beautiful. And the Italians have taught me that beauty is not a luxury item. Beauty is when you design something the right way and you put your passion in to have it mm-hmm. built at a high quality, it'll be around after you're gone and people will still be using it. Yeah, it carries and, and it And I find that these guys do things that are kind of mercurial and don't follow normal business functions. Here it's like, can I scale mm-hmm. it up? Can I sell a couple million? Right. How can I cheapen it down? And that's fine. We're the best in the world at that in right. America. Right. But the Italians are so much more about, I want to do it the right way and someone's going to love it. So is it a place? Is it a here and there, America versus Italy, or is it a time? Because it sounds like there's a change. Is it the time? Are well, they even seeing a change in because the 20s, of time? But in the 20s and See, 30s, 20s and 30s, we didn't build a car just to get from point A, point, point a to point B. We built a car as an art form. You got it. And so did Europe, and so did Germany. Their styles may not have appealed to us what our tastes were well that's style mm-hmm. it's uh, eye of the beholder it's right? eye of the beholder but when you look at pina farina and some of the other design houses bertone frua yeah uh, there's those tons guys of, oh god they put the art before the end result i mean it had to look good before they would put it so on the street. So you started this point in the 20s and 30s. Right. So is it because a that's what we thing? were doing. Is it a generation thing? Italian, is it a cultural thing? Is see, it all of it? The Italians have never stopped. You don't think even in 2021? No, no, no. They've okay. never stopped putting design ahead of, of the end result. And yeah. their motorcycles and cars show that. I'll tell you well. a funny story. Yeah. It's a funny story to start talking about. But I asked this question because I spent a lot of time in Italy. I have a little house over there. I uh, go see the Alfa Museum and the Ducati Museum. Oh, I, wow. do the, I do the Giro di Sicilia Targa Florio rally every year with my Sicilian friends, which I got to tell you about. Um, but uh, it, it's the, the kind of – there's a – I asked my friend in Rome once. He's a designer, Carlo Angelini. And I said, Carlo, what is it about this Italian culture where design seems to be with everyone? It's not yeah. like <laughs> it's taught in school. He said, well, it's funny you ask that. And Carlo's my age, but – he looks like he's 90, he's got a pipe, and he's very thoughtful. <laughs> and he said, you know, Ron, I just read an article, which when I first read it, I thought it was rather strange. But the more I think about it, it's actually pretty cool. And the theory of this guy was, in Italy, you grow up eating pasta. Mm-hmm. And even when you're a little baby and you can't even talk, you're eating pasta. But you're eating a specific form. 
And in Italy, if you ever seen a chart of the pasta types, there's like a hundred. <laughs> and he said, you start to learn as a young person what form is right for what meal at mm-hmm. what time, which is digestible. And you start to look at form and ingestion of pasta as kind of a way. It's a design training. Mm-hmm. He said, I thought it was strange, but the more I think about it, I think it could be one reason why in that culture. The other thing is they're surrounded. There's no signs that say this way to the art museum. It's all in our museum. (laughs) So when I go there, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about too, is I go, I don't travel to see the best museum or the best pizza. Mm. We're kind of over that. And I want to suggest to people that if you have an interest, a passion, shoes, theater, fabric, I don't care what it is, music. Architect. Architecture. And you go to travel and there's rich countries, and I'll mention Italy is one of them, but there are many others. Looking for those things, you will find yourself in places you never expected to go, meeting people mm-hmm. that you never expected to meet, having a bond in a relationship that goes much further than just seeing a picture on a wall at a museum. Right. And that's what I do with bicycles, and that's what I do with cars, and that's right. why I'm here. Cool. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the Act Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, this segment's brought to you by South Bay Auto House. Boy, I tell you what, if you've got a Mercedes-Benz and you're looking for a top-notch repair shop with over 25 years' experience, South Bay Auto House is a service for you. They not only service them, they sell them, and they'll do, uh, they sell parts, pieces, experts in their trade when you go look at the facility it's beautiful uh gary and rick they're the owners and they just do such a phenomenal job they're down in south bay all you got to do is google south bay auto house uh mercedes-benz and they'll take you right where you need to be but i will tell you they are busy their services they're a couple weeks out but nobody does it better and the collection of cars they have down there are astronomical also, I want to put a big shout-out to Bumper Doc Santee, Scratches, Dings, and Dents. If you have any uh, damage to your vehicle and the paint's not cracked, they can do a paintless dent repair, which has been around in Europe for more years than I care to admit. So go to SanteeBumperDoc.com, SanteeBumperDoc.com. All right, Brittany's done it again. Yes, dear. You can finish your thought, oh, I'm David. I was just say, she was nice enough to bring Ron Mariello. 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 <laughs> You're on it. It's really not that hard. You're on it. <laughs> and I guess you own Liberty Station's bicycle station? Well, actually, I don't. But uh, You want to. I want to. That's actually the... You know, I know, Dave, I just tell long stories. I can't even shorten them, but I'll, I'll try to shorten this one. <laughs> okay. So I've been uh, into bicycles, mostly because of Italy. Right. And uh, I live over there, and I go travel to see the bike makers that are now in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. These are guys who made welded steel lugged bicycle frames before carbon. Right. And this is what I was saying before the break, which is that's how I travel. Mm -hmm. I don't travel to see the best museums. I go to see these guys. So I'll end up in a little town. Like uh, one of them was Pistoia lately. And I look up, I knock on the door of a little shop that looks like it hasn't been open for a while. And up front walks Mario Martini. Mario. And he said, Giovanotto, cosa fai? What are you doing here? Yeah, I said, well, want? I know about you. He said, how do you know about me? I said, I came here from California because I know about Martini bicycles. 
And he said, well, come on in. We spent three hours together. He's 91. Still building bicycles. Nothing in his shop. He's kind of just showing up every day because that's where his legs walk when he gets up right? in the morning. Right. He's not doing anything. It's his, it's his life. And he's got all these computer robotics that oh, make the bikes. Yeah, right. right. CNC cut everything. CNC yeah. cutters. And it's a gold mine of history. And I said, yeah. gee, Mario, I'd love to buy one of your bikes. He said, oh, no, I won't sell any of these. And we talked. <laughs> And I left. And Welcome I came to back. American Pickers. No, exactly. No, no, no. I'm not selling my bikes. Because it's not just about making money. So he and I connected. And I came back to the U.S. And I just never stopped thinking about Mario Martini. He's 91. I love the heck out of the guy. Yeah. And I thought, is he alive? What happened to that shop? All those beautiful tools oh. of Campagnolo. All the frames. Yeah. I knew when he stopped going, they were just going to give this to Goodwill. Oh, I thought, what a gosh, crime. It would be a shame. I was on Italian uh, Craigslist. It's called Subito Punto mm-hmm. It. And I found a frame, and it was called a martini. I said, wait a minute. And it was from Pistoia. I thought, this has to be his. So I clicked. I answered in Italian. I said, could this be a frame of Mario Martini? And the guy writes me right back. He's my neighbor. Oh, my gosh. And I said, I know Mario. Here's a picture of me and him two years ago. How is he? He writes back. I'm having lunch with him tomorrow. I'll oh. show him the picture. Oh, my gosh. The next day, I get an email back from this guy saying, I showed the picture to Mario. He started to cry. Aww. Wow. He remembered you. He remembered his days in the shop. He's 94. He wants you to have his bicycle. He wants <gasps> to put in some wool jerseys with it. Which you brought. Would you like those? Come on. Oh, and I, I wrote back and I said, you know, I realized I don't collect bicycles. I collect stories about bike me. Yes, yes. And he yes. and I, I now realize he's 94, he's happy, and he remembered this event. Those kind of connections are irreplaceable. So I have his frame now at my house. I'm going to rebuild it, and it'll be mar- and it lives on. Is it going to go on the wall That's or are you going to exactly ride it? Okay, now we get back to your story. It took me a half hour, but I'm back to your story. So the idea was, I, when the guys I ride with, I said, you know, in my little village in Italy, they're struggling for tourism. I have this idea. What if I create a bicycle center in my village of all the Italian Tuscan bikes so people will ride up to our town and see it? Sure. Well, politically, it takes forever and the life is short. My friend said to me, Ron, that's a great idea. But you know what? That's a good idea for San Diego. And I know the place. Come on with me. We went into Liberty Station. My friend Richard Opper used to be on the Liberty Station board. He said, that building right there, the only use it can be had is recreational nonprofit. And that's your idea. He said, I think if you give me a couple years, I can secure that. We now, that was three years ago, have, the city is approved, building 191 is going to become the Liberty Bike Commons. Now, it's an old barracks. That needs to be completely rebuilt. I'm looking now for $2.6 million in renovation, but we just got our first six-figure donation, so we're on our way. Wow. And that is going to be a place to coalesce all the old, new, and San Diego tradition of cycling. Because people don't know that in San Diego, we invented and fostered BMX, yes. triathlons, yes. the elliptical trainer. The land speed record of bicycling is from a woman in East County. We have what's that crazy girl's name? You should have her on. She'd be amazing. Dude, I've had 172 Denise, miles an Denise, hour on a bicycle. Denise, I think so. Denise Mueller. You know her. I've yeah. had her on KUSI. I've had her on radio. Who won the gold medal yesterday in the track? A woman from San Diego who rides at the velodrome. Uh-huh. We have a history of San Diego. I cycling. used to announce at the velodrome. 
I've never been. Oh, in, we're gonna have that gentleman back in. I've never been in. in more exciting racing than you'll ever get than you get from a velodrome. And the San Diego Velodrome, by the way, folks, Google it. It's over there by Balboa Park. It's free to go view. Yeah. And you will get just as much excitement watching that as if you watch NASCAR, F1, or anything else. Because you will be on the edge of your seat. So you're one of the few, Dave, who actually has done a little bit of history. Most San Diegans in cycling just do what they do. They ride their bike, their e-bike, and it's not their fault. We're all siloed. What this center is, the Liberty Bike Commons, is a place for all riders, including Tijuana, because there's a huge community there. So what we're going to do, back to your giving you finally the answer to your question, (laughs) is I'm going through all of this so I have a place to put my bike collection. So I have about 65 Italian steel classic frames that I brought back, most of which I bought from the owners. And they are so happy that a guy from California came to find them and said thank you. These are jewelry. But made by hand that I'm bringing back to life. And I have no objective because I just love them. Now, are you going to just stick with Italian bicycles? Because there's a no, lot no. of bicycle oh, manufacturers. Good question. I My personal passion is Italian. This center has got nothing to do with Italy. It is for okay. cycling. And we're going to put a handful in there. But we're going to put in carbon and the state-of-the-art titanium that Bill Holland makes. And right. all the things, speed play pedals, which are invented. Right. Mm-hmm. Show that industrial heritage of san diego cycling and it'll right. blow people away well i think once people know that is there there's going to be bicycles coming out of closets attics garages taken off of a wall because you know and i'll use a big wheeler just as an example most people can't ride a big wheeler you know they didn't know how to do it and that thing was one of the most dangerous bicycles on the planet but if they had a place to put it to right. display it, and they don't have to give it to you or sell it to you. You can have keep their name on it and just put it up there for display. You're a smart man. That's exactly what we're going to do. And I think that would absolutely put your place on the map. And then people could come. Kids could come. Tourists will come to Tour- cycle here. Oh, without- this is a cycling mecca, yes. and we haven't owned it. We have not done anything to coalesce the great history. And this center is a little bit of an attempt to give people a place where everyone belongs, not right. just the BMX guys, right. the triathletes, right. or the road racers, right. or the kids who are learning to ride tricycles. They all have a home base. Sure. We're going to include mountain biking as well? Every Cyclocross. Yeah, well, yeah. E-bikes are a big deal. We e-bikes could, are we a big deal. We could spend a whole I know. hour on e-bikes. Yeah, and, and I'm just telling you, when it comes to bicycles, they're the ultimate transportation. I'm going to stop you there because your show is mostly about, well, your other shows are about motorized vehicles, right? <laughs> and people think of, you know, Formula One and GP mm-hmm. and state-of-the-art cars, the queue that you showed up in today. But everything, the airplane, mm-hmm. the motorcycle and the car, all came from people who were started by making bicycles. Correct. The right <laughs> bicycle brother. is the foundation okay. of all moving transportation. It always has been. And so, one thing you never forget is how to ride a bicycle. Man, you are really getting smarter by the minute. <laughs> the premise that we have for this center is who taught you to ride a bike? Because oh. the one thing about it is if you're 90 years old or you're nine years old, you have an experience on a bike, and it's something we have all can relate to. And in this world right now of division, there are very few things that really we can all agree on. And all smile. Thank you. Because when your dad grabbed you by the back fender, and just shot you yeah. out of the driveway. I remember 
for the moment. And you're I'm, wobbling, you're wobbling head. down the street, and next yep. thing you know, you're eating gravel. We're taking the training wheels off. Yeah. I or, remember or right realizing, when we were hey, dead. I can go around the block and get the way, get away from my house, and I can go two blocks and buy candy. I can, oh. yeah. I can yeah, go get freedom. my first job. Can be on a bike. That's, it's your freedom machine. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how far jump. we would? I mean, I don't know about today, but back when I was a kid. There was no wearing out. You rode and rode and rode. Until the and lights rode. came on. And you could ride him to school. You could leave him in the bike rack. Nobody stole him. I know. I look at my scars and I'm like, well, that yeah. happened in Mount Laguna on a bike. Mm-hmm. That happened taking a turn too fast see, in see, the cul de sac. Um, so I believe I have read somewhere that, I, ho- I hope I don't misquote you, bicycles build community. Uh, and that's coming up as you're talking. Yeah, uh, it's a good point. I'll, just like I said, I thought I was collecting bikes, but I was collecting stories of bike makers. Right. I'm building. I'm building. We are putting together the Liberty Bike Commons about bikes, but it's really a place for people to coalesce, people to spend time to get to know each other. Right. If you have a common interest, you usually have a friendship in the making. And the, and walls the bike come down. is just a way to get people together. Well, here's another suggestion I would just like to throw out. Within this complex, you need to have a school that people can take. And that school is not to learn how to ride a bicycle, but it's learned how to intermingle with automobiles and oh. bike and motorcycles in a polite way. Because if you go up to Encinitas and Cardiff, you can see some bicycle folks up there that are very rude and they blow red lights. I think there's an educational. There is a bit of division I think there, there's yeah. an educational. So let me. Point the, I really love the way you uh, listen. This is a, a project that I've started with Richard Opper, a great friend of mine. But it's really for the San Diego Bike Coalition. Right. They'll manage it. They'll have their offices there. They'll be there uh, every day, and they are bike trainers. Right. They'll be a push track for little kids. Right. They'll mm-hmm. be mechanics, so you can actually learn how to take your bike apart and put it together, right. or at least change your tire. Yeah. We're going to train people how to be bike mechanics as their first job, and uh, my friend Phil Blair from Manpower is going to work with us to place them sure. once they're trained. So you're right. It's about building community under the auspices of the two-wheeled bicycle. Exactly. And we need to build better relationships yeah. between the bicycle and the non-bicycle community. And I want to talk about that when we come back. We will, yes. right here on Yak Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. If you've got drivetrain issues and you need to have somebody work on your all-wheel, four-wheel, Rear wheel, whatever, front wheel. Well, tell you what, Steve is the guy. Been doing it for more years than I care to admit. Go to sdgearaxle.com. All right, we got Brittany in the house yes. today, as tired as she is. Yeah, it's a little bit. Last night, she was super enthusiastic because bicycles was kind of your first yeah, love, wasn't I went, it? I, uh, not first, but in college, I started racing for UCSD, and then I was pretty oh. big into it didn't for you, about a didn't decade. Didn't you have a bicycle when you were a little girl? I did, I did, but I got really serious in college. But I'm just saying, I mean, you yeah, were Yeah, when big... I was four, my dad took off the training wheels, and he said, here we Shot go. Shot you down the driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see your dad doing that, Yeah, too. well, then it, but that, uh, a couple months later, I was on a motorcycle. Well, of course. So, your guest today is... <laughs> Ron. 
Mirello. Mirello. I'm the one that destroys names. It's a mental block. Right I destroy now. names, and you are a teacher, I'm, and you can't. Once get you get it, it wrong in your like, head, you can't get yeah, it. Yeah, I can't undo yeah. it. I'm so sorry, Ron. That's, Ron, that's the best thing. <laughs> and Ron has is starting a beautiful facility down in uh, Liberty Station, and it's going to be dedicated to the history of bicycling. In San Diego. In San Diego. And the future of cycling. And the future. Uh, people don't realize how many board racers we used to have here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it came to bicycles. A lot of them turned into racetracks. But they all started as bicycle. And, and I think we have a board track up in Irvine someplace. Uh, there's one up in, uh, it's in L.A. somewhere. But it's the only one on the West Coast. That's Indoor, a board, right? That's an in, yeah. it, well, it's, it's an Olympic training yeah. center for the bicyclists. And you've ridden on wood versus cement and asphalt, and that's a different animal in itself. The Vigorelli Stadium in, in Milan. Yeah. yeah, well. I'm surprised you know this much. He does I mean, a I hate, lot. I hate, I hate to, I, and I did no prep for this <laughs> I show. I'm pretty surprised because normally I'm looking at staring eyes back at me going, what are you, what's a velodrome? No, no see, no, I, I am the kind of guy, us. I'm the kind of guy that I'm a sponge when it comes to anything that I don't know anything about. Yeah, we yeah. And and well, and being part of the velodrome was such an okay. I got to tell you a cute story. So tell me, I'm going to be announcing the races. I don't know anybody there, so I got my little clipboard and I walk up to you and I say, "So, Ron, uh, how long have you been riding?" Oh, I've been riding my whole life. Okay, uh, do any competition? Yeah, I've done a little competition. I says, "Can you give me some of your accolades?" He says, "Well, gold medal in '64, gold medal in '68, gold exactly." Medal. And I'm going. <laughs> Excuse me, you're an Olympic gold medalist. Right. Well, yeah, you know, no big deal. Yeah, oh my goodness gracious, Dave Grills, those yeah, kind of guys. Exactly. Probably Dave Grills. Yeah, yeah. And it was. And I mean, I'm going. Holy. And anyone could have gone and watched him race for free. He's for there. Free. He's there running the track, training people. Right. So let let me take this point to say San Diego has such a beautiful, rich tradition mm-hmm. that I think we're an underspoken kind of community. We like to be not L.A., so we're kind of aw shucks. <laughs> right. But it's a time now for us to start really owning what we've done now i don't want to be la i don't mm. want to be bling and fancy but there's so much that we've done that i think it's time for us to actually talk about it right. and own it right. and it's my job i feel like i need to be a spokesperson and a mentor and it's your job and that's what you're doing in radio He's getting the word mm-hmm. out it's sharing and what we need to do is get you to talk to her to talk to me and right. do things now that we couldn't do before well, let's get to the bicycle so it's changed i've got a group that i'm going to hook you up with and it's and and it's a group he's called Twisted Bicycles, mm. and these are kids that are less fortunate. You know, one parent, and to keep them out of trouble, people will donate bicycles. He teaches them to paint, do upholstery, and to literally build these bicycles up. Little kids, and then of course I in turn bring them to KUSI and show parents. Look, this is what your kid could do. You know, they do the twisted, you know, front forks, and they mm-hmm. they'll put a stereo and you know, yeah, like a, it's kind of low rider, yeah. kind of a low rider chopper bike. But the guys and girls behind these programs are just as passionate as you are. Oh, uh, you're you're on it because once you know, I always look for the moment where a kid can say, "I think I can do this," mm. and it can happen in a lot of different fields. But a bike is a great way to do it. You can own it. It's not expensive. You can use recycled parts. You become part of a community. You have mobility. You get artistic. You yep. get mechanical. Yep. And it's pretty not threatening. So, <laughs> by the way, that's the kind of thing that we want to do with the San Diego Bike Coalition. 
at this bike common center That's awesome. is to give kids a place that they can so i wouldn't call it a boys club or girls club but it's a place a club that you can come mom can come with her kids leave them there for a couple hours she can go shop at at liberty station and we're going to work with them to train them again on bike safety as well as bike fun because right. there's two bike paths that come right by this thing there's a there's a concrete path and a dirt path it goes right up to cabrillo monument yeah it's a an hour or uh, 10 minutes from the airport, you can fly into town. A lot of people do adventure cycling mm-hmm. where they're going from California down into right. southern Mexico and they right. come through our neighborhood. We want to have a place where they can come stop and tell their story mm-hmm. to motivate other people to do similar yeah. things. Yeah, and I, you could bicycle from San Diego to L.A. Okay, let's talk about this because I want to get on the subject, the controversial yes. subject of where biking is right now in, yes. where are we, August 2021. It's, and I just gave a little talk at uh, Pecha Kucha night about the, redefining how we look at cycling. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time now, the bike, and it's mostly coming because of the e-bike. Mm-hmm. Let me, mm-hmm. Normally, you had to be in pretty damn good shape to ride a right, bike and right. get over a mountain. So yeah. you were kind of an elitist. That's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, you have the elitists who will never ride an e-bike. Right. But all of a sudden, I just did a five-day bike tour in Central California. Four other couples, none of them who had ridden a bike in, in the last 20 years. And we and I was on my regular bike, and they were on e-bikes, and we had the time of our life. My point is, you've got older people and couples and women who didn't like to ride all out on e-bikes now, going distance, mm-hmm. going to work, doing things you couldn't do on a normal mechanical bike. That's changed the definition of cycling. And I think it's a much broader audience, and right. it is the future, particularly as traffic gets worse. Yep. As my Gas girlfriend, prices. my girlfriend and I, we live in Coronado, and she has to go periodically, Kelly, to quick appointments. She said, "You know, I can't get off the island because of the traffic. I'm going to get an e-bike because then I can take the bike path, and I have full mobility on the island." And she wants to run her business partially with an e-bike. These are ideas that are happening everywhere. Oh yeah. Which gets us to the traffic issue, which yes. gets us to the dedicated lane issue. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start by saying, do you know that so far this year there have been 11 bicycle deaths in San Diego County? Mm. No doubt. I did not know that. Yeah. And, and people don't, you know, and they don't report on it virtually. Well, it's starting to hit the news because that's, yeah. that's an epidemic. Well, yeah, because death. when you have 11 people die. Yeah. But, I mean, normally that's, that doesn't hit the news. No, not as a story. Right. But it needs to be. It needs to be. You need to be aware of it, and which brings up is, my pet peeve. Yes. Is if you're going to ride, gear up. What do you mean by that? Wear a helmet. helmet. Oh, right. Wear good gloves. Wear, you know, not just the shiny, coloring, you know, uniforms, right. which are fine. I, I get it. But I want to see people in, in helmets. Exa- yeah. well, Wait, exactly. don't go there. <laughs> well, no, there so it is right there. This is a different story. I yeah, just picked up a, a, a 3D printed custom helmet, which I want to talk to you about. Wow. Because you mentioned helmets. And this hasn't come out yet, but I want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. But let's stay a little bit on the subject yeah. of safety. Sure. And I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i cut it short. It's the responsibility of all parties. Yes. Bicyclists tend to get cavalier and run lights and cut off traffic. Right. And they create their own uh, alienation, yeah, mm-hmm. and Good they point. become a, an adversary for drivers. Right, it, it, that's got to stop. Exactly on the site on the driver side, and you and I are all guilty of it. How often have you been driving <laughs> with the know. distraction of your phone? I and know. if you look over, the, the the focus on the road is diminished. In totally. fact, I am surprised that manufacturers have been allowed to put as many screens in the cars they have because 
you are really no matter how good the user interface is, you are distracted. Absolutely. You Those two things are up. a bad combination. Yeah. yeah. So is that what you think has has that led to the eleven deaths? Distraction. I'm not blaming it on cars. I'm saying oh, both okay. it's a combination. It's a combination. Well, I'm a motorcyclist. She's a motorcyclist. You're a motorcyclist. I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally almost cut off a bike because I can't see them. Yeah. Well, the bicycle is exactly the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you could make you know you could make a right hand turn into a, a, a shopping store, but if you didn't see that bicyclist coming along and he plows into your your passenger door, you know you feel totally bad about it. But it's there's got to be a way that we've just got to slow down, yeah. look around. And and just make sure that, you know, we try not, you know, it's inevitable. People are going to get hurt in cars, bikes, bikes. It's just inevitable. You know I mean? Yeah. And San Diego's behind, Dave, in where we should be as a city. I think we're 24th in the comfort level or the of, of cycling, which is not good for a city our size. No. I mean, you look at places like the Netherlands or Denmark or right. a lot of these countries have really integrated the bike into their mass transit. Now, we're not going to go back. We're a car-driven society. I love vehicles. I've sure. got an Alfa Romeo GTV from 73, which I adore and I'm never right. given up. I've got a motorcycle. But there's got to be a way for these transit corridors to be shareable. Right. And we are trying to figure that out. And the real changer is e-bikes because I cycle a lot. Mm-hmm. And now e-bikes, their speed, you're getting up to 30 miles an hour I consistently know. on an e-bike. They're in a bike lane. They're passing me cutting off. So there's a lot of changing mm-hmm. in the dynamics of how transportation is happening all because of the fulcrum of the e-bike. So I think I, an e-bike should not be able to go any faster than a human being that can pedal. On the sidewalk? Come on. It's I know. dangerous. Totally dangerous. You walk out of a store and there's a guy going by at 30 miles. I, I yell at him because I'm thinking, Dude. you're taking us the wrong direction. But yeah, yeah, exactly. That's or at what least I was get thinking. on the street. Get off the sidewalk. Yeah. The etiquette really needs to get out there right. or else it's going to create more division. Well, so, you rent a bicycle, an e-bike and you've never been on an e-bike or any more bicycle since you were a kid. Hello. And you're not wearing a helmet. Right. You know, because it's not cool. Right. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you're right, and and I think your facility yes. can change that. I think that could be huge, right. and I thank you for that because that that was not on my mind about the e bike um, actually increasing the population on the two wheels. Oh, it's it's a game changer, it really is. In fact, I'll just thanks for keep bringing up the the Liberty Bike Commons at Liberty Station, and we are we are fundraising, and uh, we're not. At this point, we're looking for some major fundraisers. We've got one. Are you allowed to thank who donated? Uh, the six not yet. figures. Okay. Uh, well, they they you deserve go, a shout out. Wouldn't you go out. after the bicycle community that makes bicycles Well, we're, today? we're actually working with some, some strategic people to help us fundraise because one reason I'm doing these things is I want to learn how to do things bigger than me. I do projects mm-hmm. that I can manage. This one requires a team. Yeah. And they're saying first you need try a board to, of directors. And advisors, which and we advisors, have. Right. So uh, if people are interested in getting to know more or they want to donate, they will go to San Diego Bike Coalition.com. Right. Okay. And the story is all on there right. at Building 190. You may want to think outside of the bicycle community, though, just to bring more people on board. Like the three of us appreciate motorcyclists and cyclists. I bet we watch out for them a little bit more mm-hmm. than people who don't have a family member or don't themselves exactly. ride. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of make it personable for people. Right. Uh, they'll look an extra second longer. Well, Brittany, or... you're right. Do we have to... Yeah, we got to take a break. But it would be <laughs> yeah, nice to know 
because I, I want to build on that. We part. will, but it would be nice to know the bicycle community is also giving back Absolutely. To the they yeah. should definitely be and on that's board. That's where but... your facility comes in. That's where play. jobs and training and mechanical Bingo. knowledge all come in. Yeah, because try to remember the last time you've seen a bicycle. Uh, most people don't know how to change a tire. No, let alone the tube. All right. Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. The segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. Go to John's with an S, San Diego, autorepair.com. We got uh, Ron Morello. He is a bicycle enthusiast, and he's putting together a beautiful, beautiful facility down at Liberty Station. Uh, you're going to have to uh, – and what's what's a, a good website? Oh, the San Diego Bike Coalition.com. That'll give you addresses and everything. Everything. The story's okay. on there. And this is all for them. So right. uh, Andy is the president. Yep. and uh, Andy's he, a great guy. Yeah. I know him very well. So I got to tell you, one cute little story. So back in the 60s, my dad being a police officer somehow – oh, no, it wasn't my dad. But a friend of mine had an Italian 10-speed. I'd never seen an Italian 10-speed before in my life with the rat traps and the whole bit. So he says, you want to ride it? I said, sure. And I went, wow, this thing is stupid fast. Mm -hmm. So I got my dad, a police officer, to go down. I was up to 45 miles an hour on that thing. (laughs) And that has stuck in my head my whole life, you know, because I've never seen it. It was like a Ferrari a bicycle. Oh, I love the way you said that. Well, it's the truth. It was a Ferrari. So, so you touch my you touch my real passion here because these guys are bike makers in in Italy. At one time, about every city or village had its own bike maker. Right. And you, when you wanted a bike, you'd go to them and they'd measure you and make you a bike. Yeah. So there's a tradition. Yeah, you throughout. go to Walmart, just no, pick one and, off the and rack. And when I buy bikes, I usually can tell when I'm looking for a Marnati, it's going to be near Milan because they never really leave the region. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But there was a competition between these guys to figure out who could do. So it was a competition to get better and better yeah. and better. Well, look at the head badges. That's artwork. Just not not even talking about the bike. Right. Just the badge itself. It's art. Agreed. Agreed. And that's kind of the point. These guys were working class, blue collar engineer, not engineers, laborers. Right. Working with metal. Right. Who, and this is the key point, had the wherewithal culturally to do things aesthetically beautiful. They were not trained artists, trained yeah. designers. And they did it by hand. And that's what I love about collecting these bikes. You look at them and you realize graphically, the geometry, the construction, from a guy who was probably just had a high school education but he was committed to getting it right and learning. Right. And that, to me, it's not an elitist deal. Yeah. It, and that's what I like to talk to students about in design is, you know, being resourceful, listening and learning, that's your job, not your teacher's job. You've got to be on this path your whole life because look at these bikes. Right. And they go to the bikes and they start to decode them. And I tell them the stories and all of a sudden they're realizing, holy Jesus, right. I've got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I know I've touched them. Because you can't learn it out of a book, and you can't learn it out of the computer. You've got to actually do. And that's what I'm fascinated by, these guys who, again, are dying. And you asked the question earlier, why is this ending? Well, carbon came along. Yeah. And carbon requires that you have molds and high-volume oh, uh, yeah. equipment. C- CNC machines. It's a different game. It's a cookie-cutter okay. bike. And they're usually, most of them are made in Asia by the, they enable them Colnago or DeRosa right, or right, Pinarello, right. but they're made in Asia, which is fine. There's but nothing it's wrong a scale with the bike. game. 
Yeah. Which means these other guys got cut off. You could have a bike shop in in Pesaro or Piscara. And how many bikes did he make a year? He might make fifty to a hundred oh. bikes. A year. And how many bikes bikes do they make in China a day? Yeah. I say. God, fifty thousand, thousands. You know, and I'm not. You know, it's the no, way no, the world. No, 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 I'm right. But I'm, I'm buying. It's like cars. Yeah. Same you, thing. You can buy a Ferrari, or you can buy or a Toyota. Or you can buy a Seata or a Chisitalia, yeah. handmade. That's what these are. Yeah. Or you can buy a Schwinn. Or you can buy a Schwinn. But does it mean that <laughs> my thing with bicycles, and I've tried to explain this to people, if you really, really want to ride, you've got to get a bike built for you. If you're six foot one, you need a bike for a six foot one. If you're five foot two, you cannot ride a bike that a six foot one person owns. You just can't do it. It won't be fun. You won't enjoy it. It'll be uncomfortable. But once you've ridden a custom built bike for you, it's no different than putting on a pair of Italian shoes that were custom made for or cowboy boots. That's for you. Dave, you don't, you don't need me. You know the whole story, yeah. man. You've got it. Exactly. In 1984, I was working and living in Italy, learning Italian, and I wanted to have that happen. I wanted to go and have a custom, high-end Italian bike made. I chose Ugo De Rosa. Okay. Very famous now. He sponsors even a, a Giro d'Italia and, and uh, Tour de France team. Oh, wow. I went to Ugo's house. Um, I still have pictures, one picture, because they didn't. Have di- digital mm, yeah. at the time. Yeah, right, exactly. And I'm with Ugo DeRosa, and he thinks I'm a pretty accomplished California American rider. I'm just a club rider. Yeah, I'm very yeah. low. But he that's didn't okay. Care. And Ugo, Ugo's down on his hands and knees. I'm holding a, a down tube or a seat uh. tube in my crotch here, and he's taking a measurement. And I look across the table, just like at your office right here, and on his wall are pictures of Anquetil, Merckx, Cerrone, all these guys he made. Bicycles. And now he's making you one. And he's making me a bike. Then he sits down and he says, okay, what parts do you want? Do you want a Triple T or a Chinelli Crown? This would be like specking a Ferrari. Uh, What color do you want? Do you want me to sign it? And it was just, I was a kid in a candy shop because it was making me a Ferrari. Then they got to this point. Actually, I wrote a story about this. It's uh, posted. He said, I said, well, what do I owe you? He said, you don't owe me anything. You're going to love it. When it arrives, you'll pay me. Oh, my goodness. And I tell this to Italians and say, Ron, you were seeing old Italy, the door yeah. closing oh. right there because yeah. that never happened anymore. Never but happened that's the way either. it was. Yeah. It was basically like my artistry is going to impress Speak you so much, I don't need a contract. Yeah. Sure enough, about four months later, it arrived in L.A. I shot up there with a friend. It was <laughs> in a crate. I took it back, took it to California Bicycle, my friend Kevin Millard, and he built it up. And it's hanging on the wall in my living room now, because it's a work of art and it's value. Have you ever ridden it? Oh, I used to ride it for 10, oh, 15 years. God, I was going to say. You oh, I rode it forever. It? It's my icon. Did you but to- it's fitted to me and my yeah. body. It's and, a custom made pair of shoes. It's probably the best bike you own for riding. Because it fits me. Because Was it, it an instant you. bond? Yeah. I, I mean, I, and I, uh, I'm instant yeah. bond with him. And I'm, I just, again, that's a connection, a story Absolutely. to a place, yeah. which, yes, you spend a little bit more. And that's another point. It's I think worth in America, it. we're very focused on bottom line price. I get mm. it. And we all need to be careful with our money. But there are certain things the Italians have taught me that this is not about the price. There are certain things that deserve You're buying it. buying experience. Right. Well, without a doubt. That. Yeah, without a doubt. So when is your uh, when's this, uh, station opening? So we we have the keys to the building. Okay. We are in demo right now. Okay. 
Uh, we're getting contracts to get the demo done, and that's our, and we have to do city wage, which is kind of expensive. Yeah. Luckily, my buddy uh, Richard Opper is tracking all this because I don't have patience for it. Right, I hear you. <laughs> we need to come up with the two point six million, so we're thinking we're a couple of years out. Okay. Tell us again where people can contact you to donate. The San Diego Bike Coalition dot com. And Andy Hanshaw is the president, and they are the operational group, and uh, all the information is there. Well, if you want my recommendation, you guys should be putting a fundraiser together as soon as possible. Great. You could do it at the Velodrome. I think that would be a perfect location to do it. And, you know, get with those guys, get with the coalitions, get Mm -hmm. with any bicycle groups, get with all of the Mm high-end bike stores here in town Mm -hmm. and tell them what you're doing. Have raffles, have giveaways, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it's free to come to it, but have people rent booths and do this like once a year or every six months to help offset your your funds. Yeah, we'll do it at the facility because it's right on the edge of the huge park. Okay, so. there you go. That's yeah, even, go better. even better. Perfect. Yeah. And a huge parking lot. Your right finger there. was up. Yeah, oh, right. just as you were saying, suggesting places, and I was, I'm not sure that you know, he had some of his art in uh, in La Jolla, right? Just last yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, sw- you swap that- paint too, huh? Well, no, the ex- I do, but these were the bikes. Uh, the Ma- bikes Mark were Quint, art. who owns Quint Gallery in La Jolla, it's quite uh, well established. He's a gotcha. great guy. And he said, you know, he came to my office in Barrio Logan. And he said, these bikes are fascinating. I understand what you see in the artistry. How do you feel about bringing them to my gallery and having them be part of a show with this artist? He was Kelsey Brooks, who's a very well-known artist whose work is highly successful. Hmm. I said, great. You really think this? He said, I, think I want to get different audiences to crash right. together. Right. And it was a huge the success. The wider your audience, the wider the donation. So I chose donation. four bikes, and we put them in the back, along with jerseys and the memorabilia. Right. And the bikers came in to see the bikes and discovered the art. <laughs> the artist came people in. came in and discovered yeah. the bikes. And that's, you never that's know, cool. you never know who you might spark yep. by coming into a place that you wouldn't expect to see bicycles. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's beautiful. And it could be donors. It could be, you know, back to the KUSI thing. We had yeah. a guy out at Barona Speedway. Cool dude. His name K Rail Kelly, mm. and his car had nothing on it. <laughs> so I was bagging on him the fact that nobody would advertise. Well, some lady watching TV got mad because I was bagging on him, and she gave him a whole year of sponsorship. Yeah. So you just never Don't, know. No, no. It, all you need to do is start the path. How many times have we decided where we want to go on destination on yep. vacation? The real fun was what you discovered along the way. Yeah, not For the, sure. Exactly. That's how you should live your life. Well, Bef- Ron, this won't be yes. the last time we have you on radio. I already have that funny feeling. <laughs> so what we'll do, the, it'll be an open invitation as you get farther down the road with your facility. When you've got updated news or maybe you need help, then all you have to do is let my lovely assistant know. Let me know, cause, Ron. Because I know she will come in as well because she's just as big as enthusiastic Great. as well, I thanks am. Thanks for the invitation, Brittany, Absolutely. by the way. And, and again, it's... Uh, do get, we have time for just a 30-second little spot here? I can t- and just tell you not... Go for, yeah, go ahead. Is that this is how San Diego works, what you're saying right now. Right. We are sharing. We right. have a community that really shares differently than any other community. And mm-hmm. what you're saying, you want to help me, I want to help you. Right. That's not typical. And no. I just think it's part of the character of San Diego that I've been kind of cataloging how yep. we work differently. And there's certain characteristics, and that's one of them. I You're just wanted to applaud right. you and make sure we put some light on it, what you just did. Appreciate and it. And we had some listeners in Italy. Did you want to say oh, some final farewell to guarda, them? Guarda, per tutti i miei amici in Sicilia, Toscana, in Lombardia, grazie per uh, tutto il supporto. 
sono qui a California, stanno parlando della bellezza dell'Italia, della grande anima che ce l'ho io per voi. Ci vediamo presto, eh? Hey, Ciao. that was Italian for uh, Yak tuned. Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.